This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 30th, 2018. I'm Caleb Brown. After what may have been an unsatisfactory Google News search, the president questions whether or not Google's algorithm is discriminating against him and may be thus deserving of greater federal scrutiny. John Samples, vice president at the Cato Institute, discusses why the president's claims challenge both Google's own interests and the Constitution. As the president often does, he wonders aloud after uh, spending some time either watching uh, television or reading some things on the internet, and uh, most recently is very concerned about the way that he's being treated by Google News search results. So what what do you understand about that? He seems to be saying that he believes the people at Google have manipulated the algorithm, the search algorithm, that is at the heart of their business model, to uh, negatively reflect on his administration and on him. He does does that on the basis of a search, uh, which apparently he himself did not do since he doesn't use a computer but that he learned about, and the search was for Trump news, and he thinks it uh, has uh, too much of the, what I would call the mainstream media, and he calls various derogatory things, uh, and too little uh, good about his own uh, administration. So then he goes to the idea that this is somehow illegal and that his administration needs to be addressing it uh, in one way or the other. So it's essentially, if we, we can look at it in a number of ways, but one way to think about this from a libertarian point of view is you have a large private institution which has been extraordinarily successful both in terms of its uh, market size, its profits, its uh, share price, enormously successful private organization that is being attacked by a political leader for political reasons and with a political complaint. I think when you define it abstractly that way, uh, libertarians pretty quickly realize that this is really not a good thing at all. We don't want or need political leaders messing around in the uh, with private institutions. They're there and we can expect them to pursue business ends, to pursue profits, and we can expect that that's the best thing for the society. And one of the uh, complaints about Uh, Facebook following the election of 2016 is that people were sharing things on Facebook, trying to gin up some divisions, and Facebook could have uh, perhaps cracked down on that but chose not to. Is there any evidence that the president is correct, that Google is uh, playing with its algorithm in order to privilege some news above others? Well, no, there's no evidence of that. There's no evidence either for or against the president's uh, claims. He he himself, we should note, offers no evidence for it other than, you know, strong assertions and a sense of grievance, which is sometimes in politics that's enough, right? Uh, and you're not going to have much in the way of evidence because, of course, to reveal much about the algorithm is to reveal, uh, for, from Google's point of view, things that they would want to uh, continue to have as a, uh, a private business property, really. Um, I think it is rooted, though, in the notion, which is um, 
not wholly false at all, which is that most people that work at Google are probably lean left. It's uh, you know located right there outside of San Francisco. Most people living in that area, most people attracted to tech work are going to be, at least at this point in uh, U.S. history, are, are going to be left-leaning. Uh, they're going to be in business also, which is something to keep in mind. Uh, so it's rooted in that somehow these people with these political views and an antagonism to Donald Trump are manipulating really things you can't understand, unseen forces to work against the administration and to um, really defraud or mislead uh, people who would otherwise support the president and his many accomplishments. One of the problems here, apart from the First Amendment, apart from the private property uh, uh, concerns that any libertarian should have, is that the president is really fostering, I think, a conspiracy theory here, that there are unseen forces that you can't understand that are manipulating uh, what we see. Now, it's true, of course, that Google search results and other search engines do uh, affect what we know about on the web. That's the whole point of a search. It's a separate claim, though, that they are the search engines are manipulating those results in a way that is designed to hurt the president or designed for political reasons to to uh, to help his opponents. Um, I think that's unlikely on the face of it because, after all, these search results and Google itself uh, would be putting its uh, business model and its profitability and indeed its dominant position in uh, jeopardy uh, if this were true, if it were discovered that they were acting in a very strong political way. Sixty, over 60 million people voted for uh, Donald Trump. Bing is a perfectly serviceable search engine. It's second place now to Google. But if people want to make a statement against Google, they certainly can. And it seems to me that Google would not court uh, that kind of um, a disaster for its business and losing users, losing customers just to make some kind of uh, statement against the president to mani manipulate the news. It seems implausible. It's also uh – easy to uh, forget just how quickly uh, any individual who uses the web can switch from one search engine to another. It's a few keystrokes, and that I'm sure Google is very sensitive to. But when we talk about um, what the Constitution guarantees and when the president makes a sort of just a, a flip remark indicating, is this illegal? There are two things that are, I think, relevant to it. One is uh, the First Amendment, and the other potentially is campaign finance law. Yes, it could be. Now that we've uh, go, we've gone really down the path uh, with uh, uh, his, Mr. Trump's former lawyer, lawyer Cohen, who has now looked like has pleaded guilty to campaign finance law violations. Um, go to the First Amendment, though. This is the core. The president makes it clear that his main concern is Google is biasing it, so you only see. Uh, what do you you know the unfair media and suppressing Republican conservative media and so on. So the complaint is really a longstanding one with him about uh, the media and indeed about freedom of the press. He believes that he should be able to, in a way, 
bully them into a different kind of result. And the same is true of Google in a way. He's just accusing the uh, search engine, uh, the intermediary that is, as being a source uh, for the, uh, the media. Um, in fact, there's innocent explanations in the sense that the way the alg uh, algorithm is set up, Google is most likely to choose these major uh, established media, and many of them are against the president, critical, skeptical of him. But my question there is, so what, right? They have a right to do that. And uh, the prominent First Amendment and libertarian uh, legal scholar Eugene Volokh has pointed out just this morning that there's a strong case to be made that Google's search results themselves are protected by the First Amendment. So if the president moves beyond just attacks and tries to get the government to actually do something, he's going to run into a real legal uh, quagmire. And the way around that perhaps would be to look toward campaign finance law. But um, that seems to me to be an extraordinary stretch. And I, I frankly think we probably won't get anywhere near that because the other problems are so profound. This is in some ways, we're getting toward a lot of the concerns that people had about campaign finance law from a First Amendment perspective and also just from a perspective of a president being very antagonistic to the, the press uh, and acting on that. Um, you know, he hasn't done things in a sense that are actionable on the First Amendment all that much. But clearly what is uh, in the works here is a real culture, an attempt to redefine the culture in a way that's hostile, uh, more hostile to the press and to freedom of the press and to the freedoms of the search engine, right, than they would be otherwise. And so the question here is to what extent is the president and do we expect a president to, to try to nurture a kind of uh, respect for the First Amendment and its the values in that and to the extent that they don't reach that, is that something we really want to uh, condemn? And I think so. I think we should be come down on the side of a culture of freedom whenever we can, but especially with the First Amendment. John Samples is a vice president at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast and rate us at iTunes, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts are sold. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>